Welcome to the podcast in the CRE Vault with Mike and Mark. Welcome back to In the Vault with Mike and Mark. Uh, good morning. How are you, Mark? Uh, doing wonderful. How about you? Beautiful. Wonderful day again. We seem to be recording these podcasts on the most top 10 days here in Lincoln. It, uh, that is so true. That is so true. But it, it could change change at any time, you know. So it, uh, But we, we, are, we are Midwest theory, so we, we complain when it's nice. We complain when it's not. And that's just, we're just, uh, we're from the farming community. If, yep. it's, if it's raining, we're complaining. If it's not raining, we're complaining. Well, if you hear a tornado siren, if you're like me, you go outside. Yeah. You go in the basement. That's so true. You, you want you want to watch it. And uh, that's just so funny. So, it yeah. is. What are we talking about today, Mike? Well, so last week, uh, last podcast listeners probably heard was, if you're listening to them in order, was a little snippet on retail. We thought we'd cover the office market today and what's going on. You know, typical... Where do offices fit? What are they doing? We'll get into a little bit of pre and post COVID stuff and kind of what's going on in the world. So uh, we thought we'd give you an overview of what's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. you know, my, when you talk about industrial, you talk about uh, price escalations, you talk about uh, the cost of construction and inflation, how it's infected the industrial market. When you talk about retail, naturally you talk about brick and mortar, Amazon theory comes into play. But when you talk about office, Post-COVID, uh, the conversation is always work from home mm-hmm. and, and hitting that transition point. And, and uh, I think we'll cover a little bit of that, kind of what we're seeing on, in our market. But, uh, you know, why don't we start with what, what, what kind of office buildings do we see out there? What, do you, what kind of office buildings are, 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 are most common? So most common, you know, you're going to have standalone single use. Think of a, a bigger type company. You know, it could be 30,000, 40,000 square feet one user, you know, single standalone. You've got some uh, standalone multi-use, which might have, you know, anywhere between two to 10, even more uh, blend of office users in there, creating some good synergy, different things like you could have a accountant, dermatologist, um, all, all kinds of things of that nature. Some of those would be high rise as well uh, for the multi-use, in which case, you know, that's going to be specifically mainly central business district down here at Lincoln, where you'd have multiple floors, you know, up to 10, maybe maybe a touch more, and you'd have multi-tenants potentially in each floor. Some of those are just going to be single-use floors, though. And, and you know, the, the, the two different... The two main areas of, of offices, the one would be the CBD, which as Mikey mentioned, is the central business district. So you got the CBD district, and then you have the suburban market on the outskirts. And, and if, if you want to visualize it, the CBD district would be a bowl, and everything sits within that bowl, and then everything on the outskirts would be the rim. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've seen a big transition from CBD districts on, on a national level. And as people want to, you know, they want to be closer to their house, they live out in the suburbs and they want their transit time to be less than 10 minutes they don't want to come downtown and deal with parking no um, they don't want to have to park get in an elevator and it, you know sometimes that take up uh, takes upwards of 30 minutes to get it whereas if you're in the suburban market it's it's easy you can get a zero entry office whereas you park and you just walk straight into your office and so um, those are the two major markets CBD and suburban um, but we are seeing that transition out of the CBD 
DVD. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's funny. I just thinking about this as you're talking, Mark. I think within the past three years, I've moved two attorney groups from CBD to suburbia, and it's been, I think, somewhat of a a want for them as far as access, drive time, but also their clients. Some of them doing mainly estate type things. They wanted an easy zero entry for clientele, findability, um, what have you. That's true. That's very true. I think um, we are seeing a transition in the in the CBD district for amenities. And what, uh, you know, a major amenity, say, 20 years ago might have just been a parking garage nearby. Nowadays, we're seeing we're seeing workout facilities. Mm -hmm. We're seeing, um, you know, little parking areas for your bikes, locker rooms. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just a lot of, you know, common area conference rooms. We're seeing a big transition uh, for these companies to get people to come into the CBD district because most times and in Maybe I'm incorrect here, Mike, but when you're looking at a CBD office, a lot of times the higher you, the taller you go, um, the the cheap per, the cheaper it is per square foot because that the cost of that construction is just right. a little bit less. So yeah, I, I think the larger offices want to come into those bigger buildings, but with that they need to give more amenities. I think so too, and people are starting to ask for it, and you know if you're working on a request for a proposal. I specifically am on a building that has uh, a gym, interior bike storage, locker room area, common conference room. And it's funny, I just had a a one smaller kind of executive office open up and I'm thinking to myself, this would be just an amazing deal for a one-man shop because you've got all those amenities. It doesn't matter how much square footage you rent or lease, you get all the amenities. And so I, I think that's, I think it's a great perk. I think it's a, you know, an offering to try to get people back, back in person work. And, you know, with you and I, Mark, and, the, and our team here, we work from home very briefly. I would say this would have been May and June of 20, give or take. I know we had some kind of half in, half out, but the synergy we have in person is unbelievable. The the hallway office noise, the water cooler conversations are, I, I believe, a must in most in most industries, and mm-hmm. and that's where we we work best, and and that's how we get just general knowledge for for our office use. Um, I think so. In the you know in any conversation for amenities, I think a large transition point has happened during COVID. Even when you were talking about COVID, I think that's a that's that was a large transition point. Um, you know, pre COVID. COVID, um, office spaces, uh, they, they carried steady at 9% vacancy. And, and that's just the way it was for years. Um, we saw the, the incline in, in, in rental rates, say one to one and a half percent per year. Um, and, and that's just, it was just slow and steady. And, and that's, we so, slowly saw the vacancy rates kind of increase in the, in the CBD markets, but it wasn't as drastic as it was um, when, when COVID hit. And, and I think some of that was the larger spaces, you know, the big one is cube bays. And, and a lot of people don't understand what a cube bay is, but that's a wide open space where a tenant will come in and they'll put in 30 to 40 cubicles and they throw in 30 to 40, you know, call center uses or, you know, just in general accounting department groups. And, and uh, so those kind of those, those transitioned to home 
during the, the COVID and they're, they're getting, they're struggling to get those people back because I think they have all realized that they can work from the house. Have you seen the movie Office Space? Uh, once. Okay. If anyone listening, if you've seen the movie Office Space, think of that. The TPS reports and you're in, you're in your cube and you're about to lose it. Yes. And so all of those people, you know, that's, that's a very important line of work to be in. That's fairly an un appreciated feel I should say but you might have noticed if you're calling someone you know calling in to get an answer on something right a lot of times I've noticed that you might hear a child in the background or you know a dog barking or something or just kind of home noise and that would be evident that you know you're calling into someone and they're working from home that's very true with all its humor I called my vet the other day to set up an appointment she was taking the appointment from the house yeah she wasn't even in the office, but I couldn't tell a difference. And I just, I asked a key question and she had mentioned, oh, I'm working out of the house. I don't know that yet. Well, and I, I'll go back to, could you or I work from home? And I had a guy ask me that kind of in the heart of COVID. And I told him, I said, listen, I'm hiding in my closet right now. There's a dog scratching at the door and there's a dance party going on below me. I said, I got to get back to the office. I can't work like this. this that was, uh, you know, I, with all its humor, I have a teacher. I have a teacher and two students. I had a teacher, two students during the COVID uh, dilemma. And I was so excited to get out of the house. So excited to get out of the house. And it was just a lot of noise. And it's not the noise that I was used to. But COVID was, it affected everybody differently. And and I think there was a lot of realizations on on workability and, and uh, locally and yeah. what your industry does. Well, I think now... Now, you know, we, we, I'd say a couple, maybe previous market report and even before that, we talked a little bit about a term called shadow space. And that means a company has a footprint still in the building. They're paying rent, but the employees aren't there and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with the space. Are they going to right size it? Meaning, are they going to maybe give some up? Or are they going to maybe expand because they want to provide more separation between employees. And I think a lot of what we found through this is maybe more of a flex schedule where they say, you know, you could come in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, work from home Tuesday, Thursday. I think a lot of different different things are happening. But long and short, employers are getting more creative with their employees, I think, to also try to retain them as well. It kind of become, you know, a little bit of a new norm, so to speak. I think a lot, I, I, the, one of the bigger transitions we're seeing on, on a national level is Class C space users are transitioning up to Class B and Class A. Class B is moving up to Class A, and some Class A are moving up to Class A plus. Yeah, and and they're being they're 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 able to transition to that. Uh, the, the the cost delta between say a Class B and Class A, they're able to offset that by using smaller space, mm-hmm. and and they're they're utilizing their space differently. So. Whereas maybe you had 10,000 square foot of class B. Well, now you only need 6,000 square foot and, and, uh, you can do that in a class A plus and you want the, you want the nice building with all the amenities. And, and I I think that's one of the biggest transitions. The, the, the problem with that locally is those lower class C class B ish buildings are seeing 
the vacancy rise through the roof. Huge. And, and that's a hard conversation. That's mm-hmm. a hard conversation with clients. And and it, with that shadow that linger, lingers there, we're trying to find the the open book to, to have conversations to fill that vacancy. But it's hard. It is it's hard. hard. So we're dealing with the CBD district as, a, as in, in totality um, with its bull, if you will, and, and everything past that. It's a, it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. And Mark and I will know pretty quickly if someone's out looking around at space in the CBD district, you know, just between him and I and our firm here, you know, typically if they're looking at at one building, they're looking at a few. And between our, our crew here, we, we manage pretty much all the big ones down here. So, yeah. And we, the one, you know, we, 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 we handle... A, a few large office office space users, and and I think back to a couple of them. There was uh, there was one of the local groups, and they they did they didn't do telemarketing, but they did a lot of telephone calls on a daily basis. And that post COVID, they had sent a memo out to everybody and said, "Hey, you were in in a month. Everybody's got to come back to the office." And I think they lost twenty five to thirty percent of their personnel. Mm-hmm. They, the, the, it, you're an employee, and you're being told you have to come back in well i'll just go work for the next company because they're not doing that and then you know they they get they lose 25 percent of their people and they said whoa whoa just kidding just kidding right well you you know you don't have to come back and so they're just trying we're trying to find that transition point it's a Um, delicate subject it is a very delicate subject and and so we're we're seeing that as well and and uh i I think one of the major things you know i got some i got a brother that's younger than i and, and and you know we have conversations about his workload and, and and paints that picture but I think the Millennials are, are changing that that pattern um, you know whereas we might be a, a long sleeve pants nice shoes in the office every day that that the, the Millennials are, are changing that that uh, vision and Air so, Jordans in a jumpsuit and and that is the norm and, and you are, you're overdressed with the with the jumpsuit if you got pants on yeah you're overdressed you you are overdressed and there's options I mean you and I don't to, mean to pick on me yeah, but it's it's true though. Yeah, you know, and, and all joking aside, it's it's just a different way to work. It is. It is. That is so true. So I think I think the office market is just a really hard discussion. Um, you know, I, I watched. Uh, we stay pretty in tune on our on our local market, but on a national level, I've heard some markets are fifty to sixty percent vacancy. Um, you know, unfortunately enough, a lot of people watch the news and they see the San Francisco era and everybody's moving out of there and and, and the 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 high high vacancy rate. But um, unfortunately, the anomaly is not always the example. Um, mm-hmm. Every market has their challenges, but hopefully, we see a transition. I, we've seen some turn into condos. Yep, we've seen a lot of that conversion. And and those are nice to see, but we like to see some sort of use because you just can't walk away from these buildings. The one main transition we've we've slowly seen is city and state governments start to move out into the suburban market because that's where the employees are, so they got to get closer to them. So it is uh it is a trifecta of issues. It is, and that goes back to, you know, the move from CBD just to highlight again the parking. You know, we had a few I'd say state agencies, I think a couple moved to Fallbrook area. A couple might have taken some of the former space that State Farm gave up on uh, 84th there, I believe it is. And that's just, you know, it's immediate parking. You're not having to find a spot. It's it's ease for employees, etc. And it makes sense. But we we would love to see some more 
buzz and activity downtown. Will it come back? We hope so. Uh, time will tell, I think slowly but surely. And just going back to maybe even a couple podcasts with Lincoln being the market it is a little bit tertiary. We don't have the huge swings that Mark alluded to, like the San Francisco, huge vacancy issues. And so we're, we don't have these giant spikes and, and things of that nature. So we're, we're more of a ripple than a, than a huge swing. That is very true. And, and fortunately enough in, in our CBD district, we might see two, maybe three new tenants a year come into the, come into the, the market. But a, a lot of the motion is just moving from one building to another. Yeah. It's musical chairs. It is. And they might move from this one. They might even move to the building across the street. Um, you know, but our, our market is uh, the CBD district. And then we have a connected little area, the telegraph district, and we have the hay market uh, university is just a stone's throw as well. So we, our CBD district is pretty well connected. We're not discombobulated like some, um, which is always nice. And uh, that helps the lot of the fluidity and and back to the COVID. I remember, you know, COVID lasted for so darn long. It seemed like forever, but I remember uh, riding the elevator with, uh, after COVID with somebody, that was just a rare day to ride the elevator Mm -hmm. with somebody. And um, even looking out, out the window down on the street, there was some days you didn't see anybody. It was like a bad movie. It was a horrible movie. And, uh, but when, when you're in it, you don't think anything of it. But when you look back, it's, uh, it's, if I saw a mask bandit come back out, I think I'd move to Alaska. Yeah, I think I would. I we think could have a house together. We could. That'd be fun. It would be. We could do the podcast from there. We, What's nobody, going on in Alaska? No, nobody would know. No. no just, just like the vet lady that answered the phone and was setting the appointment. Yeah. She, she had no clue. We could say we're in high rise. No one knows where you are. We could walk. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a wonderful we're time. We're coming at you from a beach in Malibu right now. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Well, listen, Mikey, I, I, I'm, I'm glad we got to recap this for everybody. And uh, I hope they find it informational. And I I think we did retail, industrial, and office. And I think we're done, hopefully, with the boring part of our podcast. Hopefully, we can start talking about all the fun stuff and, and rate of returns and, and, and just all the, just, just the non-recap items. Yeah, get into a little bit more technical, but fun technical, I should say. This is more of a base layer of what you know what's happening in commercial real estate mainly in the four different modes um so yeah want to bring you just a base layer to build on so from here on out should be a little bit more specified meat meat and potatoes let's eat some pie this is this is the pie crust let's let's get to going you bring the cherries thanks mikey have a good week you too mark see ya Thoughts and opinions expressed are the speaker's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of NAI FMA Realty. The material and information presented here is for general information purposes only. NAI FMA Realty disclaims any liability or responsibility for any individual's use or reliance on the information presented in this podcast.